in, make sure I said a prayer I thank the Lord I'm covered, refuse to live in fear Cause I'm black and I'm a man One word and justice, you understand Cause everything I do, everything I say Is gonna get Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another bi-weekly episode of the In Your Friends podcast. I am your host, your girl, Model E. And as I'm doing my video, I got a spam caller that just called in. I'm so tired of these spam, but we'll talk about that after my intro. But anyways, this is your girl, Model E, and I am back with another bi-weekly episode. Many of you were looking for the In Your Friends podcast on Wednesday. Well... I changed the day of the podcast because the Got What You Need Network, we have a lot of podcasts coming on. We had two new podcasts that just came on. Uh, we have the Encourage and Inspire podcast, and we have the Oral Stimulation podcast, and we got some more coming in store as well. So make sure you go to our YouTube page at Got What You Need Network and make sure you like and subscribe, okay? And also, I would like to thank everyone who listened to my past, my, my past two podcasts and, you know, decided to reach out to me to see how I was doing. Because a lot of people knew that, you know, I was sick a little bit and, you know, I am getting back to myself now and I feel so much better. So thank you to everyone who reached out to me, who called me, who sent me direct messages you know who send me posts you know thank you for that and um so that's where model e was you know i was getting myself together for you but your girl is back so thank you for checking on me so i hope that you guys are doing well i am doing well ladies how are you feeling brothers are you all right is the ladies treating you right i know i always say ladies treat my brothers right and I'm gonna tell you why I say that. I say that because there are a lot of women out there who do my brothers bad. You know, our brothers are not perfect. You know, us as sisters, we are not perfect. But there are a lot of you women out there who just don't give our brothers a break. I know they act up sometimes, I know. And I don't want you to say, you know, I'm taking their side. I'm not taking their side. I think sometimes we got to advocate for them too. You know, it can't just be all about us. We can't be selfish all the time. So, you know, kind of take care of our brothers. And if you take care of our brothers, then they'll take care of us. And remember, no man loves a nagging woman. I'm tired of hearing these guys on social media talking about how women nag all the time. And you know what? I'm just going to say it. Some of you may get mad with me, but I don't care because I'm Model E and I'm going to speak my piece. Y'all nag a lot. You know, y'all just keep rolling your neck, twirling your fingers, twirling your hair, and just be getting mad at the brothers. Give them a break. If you don't fuss all the time, then a man will be happy to do something for you. You know, he will surprise you. He may bring you home some flowers one day. You know, just sit back, enjoy life, enjoy the comfort of him and just see what he has to offer. So that's a little bit to fill your knowledge basket starting off. 
All right, guys. So tonight we we have a few things to talk about tonight, and um, I wanted to get out and mention thank you, you guys, for checking on me because it really meant a lot. Um, you know, nobody didn't know what was going on with me, but I'm feeling better now. And uh, another thing that I want to talk about is um, remember last time I told you guys that we bought a home, so we are now homeowners. Yay! It's been a long process dealing with that and we will never buy a newly built house again. The next house we get, it will already be up. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot dealing with a whole new house. So I finally like really, really met my neighbors. They're nice. You know, we don't live in a community. We live and well not a new community I must say we live in an older neighborhood which kind of reminded me from you know where I live where I'm from and so what it is is you know we have a lot of a piece of land that was there in between homes and our builder just built a home there and it's perfect because it was everything that we wanted you know we have the space for the kids you know and now you know it for the dog and everything so everybody is happy and have everything that they want so um, as before we moved over here you know we kept coming over and we kept checking on the house and everything and we did used to see our neighbors you know just to speak that's it you know nothing else no further conversation so uh, you know we've been here for a few months now and I was outside one day and finally uh, my neighbor and we're around the same age our kids are around the same age and she came over her and her mother and she said you know what I think it's time for me to come and introduce myself so she came over and she introduced herself you know nice girl she seems to be pretty nice and you know we we were outside for like over an hour you know our kids played together and everything and it kind of got me you know feeling like okay now I am in a neighborhood like I am part of a community you know it's no more apartment living where you don't care about your neighbors or what they do you just trying to get in your home and do what you got to do and don't worry about them but when you are a homeowner like these people are going to be your neighbors you know until you're there you know and if you're planning on living in that that spot for a very long time or forever then you know you kind of got to get along with them or at least be kosher you know to your neighbors now at one point you know i thought my husband you know would have to say something to you know the guy that lives across the street from us but you know he he went over there and he talked with him you know in a nice manner or whatever and everything was just cool so we're all good with that um another one of my neighbors which is someone um i met just like on the drive-by um, she's an older woman of the neighborhood and I say older she's like the mom basically and yesterday I think it was yesterday I really had my first like face-to-face -face, six feet apart but interaction with her so I was in the house and my son was outside and he said mom the old lady across the street she wants to talk to you so I'm like what did I do you know somebody my elderly want to talk to me like what did I do you know I did talk with her at one time before introduced myself you know told her that we just moved into the neighborhood and you know she seemed like a pretty nice lady 
And so when she came over and she said, um, you know, she was telling me of something that was going on in the community and that it involved the kids and stuff. And, you know, she just wanted to alert the community and let them know. So that was very sweet of her to go ahead and do that. And so she gave me her cell phone number. She was like, you make sure you call me now, okay? She was like, um, because we we do in the community. She was like, we all help each other in the community. Just call me if you ever need anything. And, um, and it, it, it was nice. It was real nice. You know, she seemed like a sweet lady. And um, it kind of reminds me of kind of like the village. That's kind of what I went to. Even though I don't know her and... I probably won't call her for anything, but it's just the fact of knowing that, you know, she gave me her number and you know, basically she's like, I'm here for you, you know, whatever like that. We help each other out. So I think that that was very nice of her. And so she knows my car, she knows where I live and she watches out for me. And one day I went down the road and she wanted me to go do something and she saw me went the wrong way and y'all she blocked off my road like she waited there for me because she didn't saw me and she was like i know you see me got your road blocked off you can't get through i want to make sure that i get you because you know i wanted to talk to you <laughs> and i was like oh my god what did i get myself into you know i'm i'm a nice person and I love talking to people, but I'm not a person where, you know, I mind you just coming over to my house or, you know, just calling me. I'm not that type of person, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to think that way. <laughs> I'm kind of a loner, you know, just me and my family. That's basically what we are. But she made sure and she got me and just to tell me that so i think that was very sweet of her so it kind of feels like we have you know a mother or a grandmother in the neighborhood you know <laughs> so that was nice and now uh, make sure you guys let me know if you have any of that in your community you know that type of love you know in your environment now if anybody comes over to my house knocking on my door asking to borrow sugar kool-aid ham a burger I'm gonna shut that shit down. Don't come to my house asking for stuff because I don't like people coming to my house. Simple as that. If you wanna come to my house, call me. And if I feel you calling me, like you wanna come over and I don't want you to come over, I'm not gonna answer the phone. No, I'm not gonna do that. But just call me. Don't just pop up at my house because that's a sure way for you to not get in, all right? And those of you who know me understands that process. <laughs> But she was a very sweet lady. So um, it seems like everybody in the community is nice. Of course, there's always one person that you have in the back of your mind that you just not sure of and that you ain't fucking with. And that's kind of like um, our neighbor, you know, over um, real close by us. Um, she hasn't said anything. Um, she bears, you know, barely look at you. So I don't look at her. And um, she's not home a lot either. And uh, my son said one day that she did this little weird smirk, you know, like that or whatever. And that's exactly how he did it. And I was like, well, you know, don't look at her. You know, she can't put her hand up. Don't look at her. So that that's just how it goes with me. So, but maybe she'll come around one day. And if she do, that's fine. If she don't, it's still fine. You know, I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> All right. So, um, 
the next thing that I want to talk about. Oh, um, one more thing. The new community versus an older community, which is an older community is what I live in. Now, let me tell y'all something. These new communities. So when we first were looking for homes, we were looking into these you know, new community because basically that's all what's around. You know, we were looking for a house that was already established and it would have that yard space and everything that we want. Well, that didn't work that too well because the market is very high right now for houses. So everything was getting snatched up like the wind. So we started looking to these new communities and it's just, you know, just, just unsure. Like, I don't know if we want to do that. So, you know, you have these agents that are there and they say, well, you know, this is a new community and everyone is new and everyone will grow together. Well, guess what? I don't want to grow with these motherfuckers. I don't know them. I'm to myself. Like I said, I don't want nobody coming to me barring no sugar, no ham, no burger. But new community is for everybody and it isn't for me. So I'm, I'm happy that we found what we did. So... That's the last thing about that. Um, another thing, when someone calls you on the phone and you just been talking to them and you answer the phone, just speaking of the devil, you gonna live a long time. How many of you guys experienced that? Ever heard your parents or your grandparents say that? I know I've been raised by old folks and I'm old school, so I say things like that, but I'm trying to figure out exactly what that means. Still, in my 30s, I still don't understand what that means, you know? So, it, it's, it's kind of crazy to me. So, please, y'all let me know what does that mean. Hey, baby. And this is the live part of doing a podcast. See, y'all get to see my baby. He just wake up. You Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead with your brother, Deshaun. I'll see you in a minute, okay? Mm -hmm. All right. And I'm going to leave this in. I'm not going to edit it out because that's my baby. So, and I know many of you do this podcast and you have your kids running around. You may have your dog barking. It's life. I'm a mother. And that what comes with the territory. <laughs> so I have to do multiple things at one time. And that's one of them. But yeah, so it's like, you know, speaking of the devil, and it's like, why you have to call that person the devil because you were just talking about them? I can understand saying, you know, honey, you're going to live a very long time because I was just talking about you. But I think it is so rude to tell somebody, speaking of the devil, like, how would you like for someone to say that? Speaking of the devil, like, don't call me no devil. I ain't no devil. I'm an angel. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, um, question for you guys. Who says oral sex is a sin? So now we get into the nitty gritty of the conversation here. So you, you, you guys know that I'm going to give you the real. I'm going to give you the good. I'm going to give you the bad. And sometimes I'm going to give you the ugly. But all in between, you're going to get Model E. I'm going to make you laugh or I may make you cry, whichever you prefer. So this is the nitty gritty. Who says oral sin is a sex, is a sin? So first of all, do we equate oral sex 
as sex. Many people don't equate it together. And and in my opinion, I think any time that you are exchanging some types of good, then it's sex. Who says it's a sin? I mean, everything is a sin these days. You know, everything is a sin. You know, everything you do, you're the devil. Everything you do. You know, I've had this, um, I've seen this conversation where this guy, he was a pastor and he said he stopped having sex with his wife once he became a pastor. He said the Lord called him to do a job and he just don't believe that he should have sex. I've never heard of that before. I'm not sure if I'm going to ever hear that again in my life. But this is true. I'm 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 not telling you guys no lie, no fib. This is true. He became a pastor and he no longer has sex with his wife. Now, I don't know how his wife feels about that. I haven't heard them say anything about her. But me, Mr. Pastor Man, we're gonna have to get a divorce. I don't care what the people in the church say. Look, the Bible says once you find a woman, you two become one. In my reality, that means we can do anything we want to do because we are under the covenant of God and we have that permission to do whatever we want to do. If we wanted to go and have a threesome, then we are okay because we are married and we're doing it with each other. You know, if we wanted to go out to the bar and have a drink, we're doing it. We're doing it with each other. And um, some people say smoking is a sin. Everything is a sin. It doesn't matter what you do. Everything is a sin. So when these people say that they are not doing certain things because the Lord called them to teach the word, you know, and to lead the flock. So that means they just cut out everything in their life. So they spread the word and they come home, they eat, they shower and they go to bed. That means they don't do nothing else. How fun is that? That is not called living to me. I have people told me in my life that I look like a first lady. And I'm like, get out of here. Me, I'm, no, no first lady. No, I'm, seriously, I had people told me that in my life. And there has been people who told my husband that he's going to be a preacher one day. And I told my husband, I say, I'm not going to be a first lady. I'm not going to be in church. I'm not going to be wearing these big old hats. I'm, I, I don't see myself doing that. I had this one pastor uh, when I was younger in my 20s. Um, I had this one pastor. He would always like call me out to do things. And I don't like when someone tried to put me on the spot and do something that I don't want to do. That's going to make me really say no because first of all when I feel like I'm being pushed to do something and I don't want to do it 
I'm not going to do it. That's one thing you are not going to do. You are not going to force me to do something I don't want to do. So I hate that part where, you know, they, they put you on the spot and make you do this. And I believe that's why a lot of people who are in the church do the things that they do because, oh, the pastor told me to do this. The pastor appointed me to do this. And if, if it's not in your heart and you don't feel that it's for you, you shouldn't do it. Just simple as that. That's what I think. But you Bible quoters, um, you Christians, get at me if you think it is not right. But back to this guy who said he's not going to have sex with his wife. I think it's a facade. And you're crazy, man, because you got to get your rocks off somehow. And the best way to get your rocks off is by your lady. And also, you feel like you want to get your rocks off. What are you going to do? You're going to watch porn? That's a sin, they say. You can't watch porn. That's a sin. You can't be a one-hand man. You can't whack yourself off. That's a sin, too. So what you going to do? You might as well do it with your wife. So if this passes, I think he hear me. Model E say, get your wife and get your rocks off with your wife. I can't believe some of these things that we see on social media. I really can't believe it. It's crazy. And so um, another question that um, I want to ask you guys. It says. Close the door, baby. Close the door. The question is, as a black person, is it better to talk to a black therapist? Now, I can only speak for me because I'm a black person and I'm sure it's a lot of other black people out there feel the same way and a lot of them don't. But um, for the majority of us, we feel the same way. Now, if I've been going through some issues and, you know, I feel like I need to talk to a therapist, I would rather for the therapist to be black. And the reason why I say that is because I feel that they can identify with me on how I'm feeling and what road that is going to take me down because they have the the same thoughts. They have the same feelings. You know, we're basically kind of the same person, even though we may be from different backgrounds, but we have the same thoughts and the same feelings. And so I just think that I can I can really pour myself out to someone who looks like me and understands where I'm coming from versus someone who don't know anything about me, don't know anything about my culture, don't know anything about how we are treated or how we are looked at in life, you know, um, not no one that's going to judge or what they hear about me, quote unquote, us. So I rather for it to be someone black like me. Now, do I feel that there are some black people who think they are not black? Hell yeah. There are a lot of people out there who think they're not black. The only thing wrong with those people is that the color on their skin is just dark, but everything else they think 
that they are another color or they're white. And I'm here to tell you, as long as this pigment is this color, you are black. You will be treated as black. You will be looked at as black. But I'm just filling your knowledge basket today, okay? That's what I'm doing. I know I got off a little off subject with what I was going to do, but when something comes to my mind, I got to get it off. <laughs> So yeah, but I really think that, um, and matter of fact, and this was a question um, that was sent to me. Um, somebody wanted me to explain, you know, how I felt about that. And I and I think they asked me that. They gave me a little background, and I think they asked me that is because they have been to two different types of, um, um, seen two types of therapists. Um, they seen um, a white therapist and they seen a black therapist, and the white therapist they knew in their mind that something wasn't right. It wasn't clicking. They wasn't, you know, getting to that concrete of where they need to be. So they had a conversation with someone and say, hey, you may want to speak with the black therapist. And so they spoke with the black therapist and um, it's actually working pretty good for them. Um, the whole identifying situation was actually is actually satisfying for them um they do a lot of things together that they can you know be on that same level with and so um i'm happy that that's working out and they wanted to you know get my opinion on it see how you know i felt about it since you know model e likes to talk about things and go into detail and it kind of just get my view too because they know that i'm going to speak my mind and not hold my peace as much and a lot of times I do hold my peace, but for the most part, you're going to get my drift. You're going to understand what I'm saying. But in my opinion, I'd rather talk with a black person because I feel that they can identify with me. And if someone can identify with me, that means they are really listening to me. They are paying attention to me. And... I believe that they're going to help me. So the resources that I get from them, I believe that they are going to help me. So um, thank you for that question. And um, I hope that everything is continuing to work out for you during that process. And um, I think one day I may just go and do, you know, speak to a therapist because um, last year, well, a little over a year ago, I actually had talked to um a therapist, I'm um, an LPN, and um, not an LPN. I'm I'm thinking about nurses. <laughs> she um she was a um like a, a behavior therapist, and um very sweet young lady. You know, very eager, and um, just her whole establishment that she was with. You know, I I think that they were real great, and um. And I think it's just good to talk to someone who's just unbiased of you. You know, I know a lot of time we don't want to talk to family. We don't want to talk to friends because a lot of time they're going to give us things that we want to hear. And we don't need to hear things of what we want to hear. We want to hear the real, the truth, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. That's what we need to hear. And I think that is the reason why a lot of people today are messed up or how they live the way that they live is because... People give them the green light to go and do whatever they want to do. And that's not called being a friend. That's not called being a family. 
is called being a coward and you can't be a coward to your friends. So friends, if you have a question that you want to ask me, just know that I'm going to give you the real. I may not be as nasty about it, but I will give you the real. And that's the Model E's promise. <laughs> All right. So guys, I am going to end this conversation tonight because I'm starting to hear a little noise in my background. <laughs> And I got a feeling that they just going to bust on in here. So I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. And I hope that you guys enjoy it. Make sure that you continue to send me emails, send me messages. Let me know any conversation that you have. And no conversation is off limits. I will talk about anything except religion and politics. I'm not talking about that. You should know that by now. But just let me know. Follow me on Instagram. Um, at Ian Friends Pod. Follow me on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. Make sure you follow the Got What You Need Network page on YouTube so you can keep up with everything that we do. And check out Natural Me. Natural Me is my brand. It's a holistic, um, natural um, yoni steaming company where you can do it. Yoni steam in the comfort of your own home. That is naturalme.com. And remember, me has a double E. So you guys, be good. If you can't be good, be careful. Talk to you next time. Peace.